Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The After Show. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode 14, and I'm still following up on all these different little slogans on these halls cough drops because they really inspire me. And I think it's really good to be inspired especially when you're not always feeling that great and when you're trying to get back to perfect health and have a good and wonderful life. So one of the cough drops uh, cough drops, excuse me, that I have, the rapper says go for it. I think that is a wonderful phrase and here's why. I think a lot of times we hold back when we should be pushing forward and we should be going for it. Like we should be not only just trying but doing. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing if you're like, "Well, I'll try and do this." It's like, "No, you should do it." You know, it's one of those things that it really builds your character when you when you just go for it. And you know, I look at it this way, even if you fail, you you still have succeed because you did something that no one else could do or that would do. So, you know, it's very important to be who you're supposed to be. Go for it in every single way, as long as it's legal and moral. And I say legal and moral again because just because something is legal does not mean that it is necessarily moral. So you want to make sure that anything and everything that you do is always on the up and up. That way, you don't make your life more difficult. You actually make your life way easier. Because you know, just because you do things the right way, that doesn't mean that you avoid all hardship or all, I would say. uh conflict I would say. But here's the thing, when you do things the right way, it turns out a whole lot better. So when you do go for it, you don't have to deal with all this unnecessary drama or stress or anger or anxiety because you're doing what you know you are supposed to do. It's like what I talked about in a previous podcast where, you know, one of my I would say one of my biggest mistakes was not join the military even though I really wanted to. Well, I take ownership of that. And so one thing that I have learned to do over the years being that I can no longer join the military because of my age or whatever is I look at it this way technically every single one of us that are Christians we are in the army of Christ. So when I thought about that I was like you know what being a soldier in the army of Christ is more important than being a soldier in the army of my country. And here's why. And again, I love my country, but I love my God first. And so here's how I look at it. When you put God first, everything else falls into place. You know, God knows I want to join the military, and He was encouraging me to do so. But I stupidly and foolishly listened to somebody that didn't really understand, you know, the the desires of my heart and my hopes and my dreams, and I just kind of went along with what other people wanted me to do, and that's why I was so miserable. What's very interesting about God is that even if we do not do what we are supposed to do and we feel like a failure, he knows that we are not a failure, but we don't know that we are not a failure. You know what I mean? So what God does is he helps pick us up and he's the one that is saying go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Keep going forward. And that is such a wonderful thing. And you know what's very interesting is that we are a country, a Christian country. We are one nation under God. But if we don't worship our one true God, then there's going to be a lot of chaos. And I think that's one reason why we have a lot of chaos is because people either don't believe in God or they're not practicing their faith. So then when they do eventually go for something, 
they're they're not going for the right thing. They're not going for the right reason. So, you know, I can say all day all night, go for it, go for it, go for it. But if your intentions are not good and true, if your heart's not in it, if it's not what you're supposed to be doing, and if it's not fulfilling the desires of your heart, you know, the very desires that God put in your heart, then what you're doing is wrong. You know what I mean? Like like it wasn't illegal or unlawful for me to go to college. But it was wrong for me to go to college when I really wanted to join the military like I took a different path not because I felt called to take a different path but because I settled for less than God's best. So what really inspired me about this little phrase go for it is that when you do go for it it needs to be for something that you actually want and what you actually desire. Not what someone else wants, not what your mama wants, not what your what your dad wants, not what your Your employer wants, although all those things, all those relationships are important. None of those relationships are more important than the than the very relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. And I say with Jesus Christ because everybody needs and should have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the reason why I mention that is because if it was not for my faith, I wouldn't be here. I would not be here. I would not be happy. Um, I would not be successful. I would not really know how to look forward to things because the world does not really give you excellent advice. The world is a very fickle place, and all and, you know it seems like everybody is always trying to tell someone else what to do. And I'm like, well, that's just dumb. Like we are not a nation of lemmings. We are a nation of really good citizens, and we are a wonderful nation. And so those things that you know, even though. You know, we may not always get exactly what we want. What God does is he gives us what we need. And he also, I would say he also satisfies the desires of our heart, you know. You know, within that satisfying the desires of our heart, you know, he recognizes that, you know, sometimes things don't work out in the way the world says, but everything works out the way God says. So the way that I've turned, you know, into I would say becoming and even more responsible individual and you know I think it's important to become that because you know it's not good to stay thinking like a child right you know immature frustrated all that kind of stuff it's important to grow into who you're supposed to be so again the way that I looked at and the way that I really evaluated my life with this because I got sick and tired of feeling disappointed in myself I think that it gets old right you know there's only so many self-help books that you can read before you're like okay eventually you yourself have to take the bull by the horns and handle it and you've got to suck it up and you've got to learn to find something new and joyful in your life as opposed to looking to the past so you know i know that from my faith and from god's holy word i am a soldier in god's army now what does it mean to be a soldier in god's army well it means a lot it means that you you worship the one true god you you be the best in everything that you do you do everything with integrity even if you don't get your way even if something is dissatisfying you, you still push through and do the right thing that's what it means to be in the army of Christ and i personally think that being in the army of Christ is way more difficult than being in just you know the regular army or navy or military or whatever because that that's very much physical demanding i would say and that's serving your country and that's a great thing to do but you know when you are a believer in Christ Jesus you are serving the kingdom of God and that is a beautiful kingdom to serve because if God be for you who dare be against you and what i love about being in the army of Christ 
And I don't mean like being a militia or something. I'm talking about spiritually, physically, emotionally, and just very much connected and centered, you know, and connected to God. What I mean by all that is that even though, you know, if you were to meet me or see me, you would have no idea that that I am I that I am in an army, but I'm in a spiritual army because you know on a daily basis we deal with constant spiritual warfare. And there may be some listening that don't understand that and, and and they're like, "Well, I don't believe in God and I don't believe in spiritual warfare. I just don't buy it." Well, here's the thing, there's nothing to buy. It's just a fact. Like there is a God and there is spiritual warfare. An example of spiritual warfare is frustration. Doubt agony, misery, sickness, disease, like all those things come straight out of the depths of hell. That's that you know, it's just one of those things that if that's all you ever accept is less than God's best, then you are allowing the enemy to ruin your life. Don't do that. You know, you need to pick up your armor as a Christian. And that armor is is spiritually based. It's not physical. You know, we have we have a physical body, but you know, like you say for example, you know you have the the helmet of wisdom and knowledge and you have the breastplate and the shield and and the the sword of I was going to say the sword of the word or sword of the spirit you know God's holy word is a sword because it cuts through everything well that's not an actual physical weapon it is in the spiritual world but like you know you know whenever you're you know let me put it this way whenever i talk about scripture and someone's being really mean to me scripture shuts them up really quick because no one can go up against our god and if they try to go up against our god that's their stupid fault not mine see because there's the thing as christian believers we have the victory in christ jesus we have the victory each and every single day of our life and so it's interesting is that when you have a victory you know you just won another battle and so being that you know you just won another battle that it should be very obvious that you are in the army of Christ and you are not restricted by age you are not restricted by sex you are not restricted by your abilities or lack of abilities or whatever the case may be god doesn't restrict you in any way our our society restricts people it's our society that looks down on people and doesn't believe that people can be successful god doesn't think that way that's why god is is is, is our biggest cheerleader Not only that, he's our heavenly father. So that's why he's always saying go for it, go for it, go for it, but he's saying go for it as long as it's legal and moral. And that's God's law. That's not my law. That's not the law of the United States. That actually is not even the law of of the planet. You know, our world has gotten so off track that it thinks that well, as long as you don't get caught, it's okay. You should go for it. That's not true. Or the world says, you know, as long as it makes you happy, you should go for it. Well, what if, you know, doing fentanyl or I would say heroin or something makes you makes you happy? Well, is that form of happiness really good for you? No. Is it healthy for you? No. Is it what you should be doing? No. So just because something makes you happy doesn't mean that you that you should actually participate in it. You know, you know what I find interesting is that You know, true happiness comes from having a relationship with God. And I think a lot of people miss that mark because they've been told all these lies about God. They've been brainwashed in our society, whether in the Bible belt or the nuclear family 
or in some kind of dictatorship or or communism, marxism, fascism, it's like, you know what? If people just knew the truth, they would truly be set free. Because then they would understand, oh, I do have true freedom. My freedom doesn't come from people. My freedom doesn't come from government. My freedom comes from God. But if you don't believe in God, then how are you really going to be able to be successful? How are you really how are you really going to know that you can go for and accomplish anything and everything in your life that you absolutely want to do and that you should do? Because again, you know, the desires in your heart, they are only in your heart. You know, you may be around other people that think the same way as you or maybe you have similar ideas, but what it, but but the thing that is in your heart is not in anybody else's heart. That's why it's very important for you to accomplish the things that God placed in your heart because God knows you as an individual. God does not love us as a collective. We are his children. Like we are individuals made in his image with with an individual soul, individual personality, and in a individual body. You know, we're not just a a collection of spores, you know, or or just a blob, you know. We are individual people with individual God-given talents and with individual journeys and paths. But if you never take that path, if you never go along your journey and and you never take a chance, then you're you're never really going to accomplish what you should have accomplished in your lifetime. And here's the thing, we only get one lifetime. Our soul is eternal for sure, but our lifetime is whatever, you know, our our body lasts basically. Like me personally, I want to live to be at least 120 years old. <laughs> I want to see what I look like and I want to see if all these wrinkle creams I use have actually been working. And I think they have because I look really good, but here's the thing, You know, our lifespan on this earth is very temporary considering how how old the earth is and how long it's actually going to last. But our soul is eternal. So you want to do everything that you can to accomplish all that you're supposed to accomplish within your lifetime while you are here on this earth. It doesn't matter what your situation is, doesn't matter what you've been through per se. All that really matters is that you have a wonderful and loving relationship with your heavenly father and that that means believing in the father the son the holy spirit. And again, <coughs> excuse me, my voice is a little dry. Again, that doesn't mean being religious. It means just believing in in the very true god that loves you. You know, I always say there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with believing in your heavenly father because your heavenly father is always there for you and with you. You know how many people do you know that are always there for you? That always love you. That never disappoint you, that never hurt you, never harm you. I don't know anybody like that, right? <laughs> Nobody. Not the nuclear family, not the spiritual family, not the Mormon family, not the atheist family, not the solar what's it? Solar solstice or whatever family or winter solstice or whatever. Like what you're seeking comes from above it does not come from below it's technically it's very difficult to accomplish some of those things on earth if you don't really understand where you're from where you are and where you need to go so needs to say when you go for it you you need to make sure that you have a very strong relationship with your heavenly father and even if you don't have a strong relationship with your heavenly father i say still go for it and ask him to guide you and to lead you because one thing i've learned is that You're not going to get wisdom all at once. Wisdom is a journey. It's a path. It's a destination. So it's not like one day you're going to wake up and be wise 
whatever, like a Confucius or something. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to be this super smart Asian spiritual leader or something. You know what I mean? Like you have to walk that path. You have to walk it and you have to mean it. But if you don't at least start walking that path, then you're then you're never really going to go in the right direction to where you need to be for your life and your lifetime. So that's why it's very important to go for it no matter what, but I would definitely say ask God to walk with you and also to guide you because that's what he's there for. God is not distant, he is very close. I will go ahead and end this podcast but as usual until next time. I pray that you're happy, healthy and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.